This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi. Hi. Um, obviously, you've had that bad news with Thiago's injury. Um, and with the other injuries that you've had in your squad, are you, are you happy with the size and quality of, of your squad, or, or are you still inclined to uh, strengthen in this transfer window? So, I'm happy with the strength, size, and quality of my squad. Uh, but we have injuries. That's how it is. Now it's the question, um, how long will the players be out and stuff like this. And um, there are different solutions for it. Um, one of them, uh, plenty I would say, and then one of them is the transfer market. The transfer market um, makes only sense if you can bring in the right player. So the right player, not a player. Because it's easy to bring a player in, but that doesn't help even a week. You have some player, and um, if the right you bring in the right player, then it could make sense. But um, that was, we always actually would have done that from the first day of the transfer window, from the first day of the preseason. From so we would have done it, but it's just um, in some cases not possible, and in other cases extremely difficult. So just and that's why you don't have to think about a lot about it. It's not something is not possible. Why should I then consider it? But if not, then we cannot exist. We can. Um, so all the other solutions are inside the squad. Yes, and we have now, in a moment, definitely too many injuries. That's clear. A couple of boys coming back. Um, Nabi will be back and um, for this for, for Monday. And um, Costas will train today the first time, so he uh, might be um, back as well. Uh, and that's the situation. Um, we cannot. Uh, I understand. I understand the questions really, but and on the other side, I don't understand it as well because it's just if there would be the right solution for us, we would have done it already. We are not stubborn or whatever and say no, no way. We don't bring in anybody. It's just about the right thing to do. And when people told me at the beginning of the season that we will lack a, a specific kind of midfielder, um, I didn't understand that because you all, if you if you search for this specific things, then you always lack something if you have technique technical players then you miss the, the fighter if you have the fighters then you miss the just to name two things so um if it was always like this if there would be the right player and we uh, and there would be a uh, uh, um, opportunity we would have done it we would do it but i don't see it because we had a lot of conversations already and it doesn't look like um, something will happen okay um Reference the, the slow sort of start to the game last week, and I'm sure you expect the tempo to be different uh, in front of the home fans at, at Anfield. And also, will the timing of the game help, given the the intense sort of heat that we've got Saturday and Sunday? It's going to be a lot cooler on Monday and playing in the evening. Is that, is that a big advantage for you? Yeah, but for Crystal Palace, the same. So no, it is. It's much better, of course, to play than at night time than um, whenever at each other time. So, but um, it's for Crystal Palace the same. So, same advantage, but much more comfortable to play, of course. But it shouldn't be a comfortable game at all. So it should just be should be really busy. But um, I'm actually not in all about that. Help find a picture of this black. Um, Harvey Elliott. Um, How, so. This is the, this is what you take out of it. Of my answer, helped by the picture list. No, it's it's it's. Fortuitous, I suppose. Yeah, for both teams, and it makes it a, a, a fair competition again. If we only would play at night, and Crystal Palace had to play in the in the in, in, in the in the heat at thirty degree or whatever, that would be a real advantage. But um, so it's just a game at night. Apologies for the 
Um, Harvey Elliott signed that extension to his uh, contract yesterday. A big talent, a, a great future ahead, I'm sure. Um, is he very much in your plans for Monday in terms of a possible starter? Yeah, yeah, he's always, he's always he's a fantastic boy, super player, and um, came on, had a real impact, um, played a really good preseason, very helpful, and um, yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you. Welcome. Hi, Jürgen. Hi. Um, this weekend is the 30th anniversary of the first Premier League weekend back in 1992, so a lot has happened in that time, so I'm just wondering as far as your concern, maybe your First memories of the Premier League and your favourite memories of the Premier League? My first memory of the Premier League? Though I have memories of the Premier League, I wouldn't say there were highlights when I, I watched games before, but then it was the first, was obviously the away game at Tottenham. I mean, just in general, not necessarily for Liverpool, but actually your favourite one then? Favorite. It's easier. We didn't even play. We was a penalty for Chelsea. It was when William scored a penalty for Chelsea against City when we became champion in that moment. Definitely, yeah. Um, there was a mix of everything. The, I can remember the situation before. It was a, a chance of um, of Chelsea, like shooting, defending, shooting, blocking, and then handball, and everybody was shouting in the moment, handball! And it was not immediately the whistle. And the whistle came, and that was the first celebration. And then, um, and I'm actually absolutely not like this, honestly. I watch football games completely with other teams. I'm not involved. I couldn't care less. It's always kind of analyzed, watching, learning, whatever. But it was completely different in that moment. I, I, I was really hoping it will be a penalty, and I was really hoping that William keeps his nerves and when he kept it then it was uh, yeah was my Premier League moment. Um, Roberto Firmino, um, if he does start, it's his third starting role, which he hasn't done I think since February or March, and three starts in a row, and his next start will also be his 200th Premier League start, which is a decent milestone as well. So, how does he figure now, Roberto Firmino? Is, has his role evolved in terms of what he does from now from where he is? How would you sum up how important he is to you now? Very important. Very important. Bobby, so if you, if you take now the um, our last game and then it's like um, against Fulham, uh, we didn't find Bobby. Probably there were different reasons we saw and analyzed a lot. It was can't speak about it, but it was something that had nothing to do with us, to be honest. But um, they were because the center was very often blocked. Maybe if you want to watch it back and see it as well, and then not by players. And then um, that's why we was a bit difficult for him to get into the game, and we didn't play well. And it's always for an offensive player not easy um, to, to 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 show up really. But apart from that, I don't obviously charge Bobby because one game or two games or whatever. Bobby is, uh, is, a, is a fantastic player, and. Um, had a a good preseason, not a perfect preseason, but a good preseason, and that's all what he needed. That he could have um, the amount of sessions um, he had and um, could train as often as he did, and um, yeah, and we'll, we will benefit from that definitely in, in during the season. Oh, and, oh, oh, there we go. Um, Two hundred starts in the Premier League is not bad. <coughs> Most of them are. There must be with me. He didn't start before I arrived. In the Premier League? 
Yeah, yeah, I came in October, so it was injured, I know, but he didn't start before. Yeah, double check. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, we addressed, of course, after game directly. But it's, it's a bit by my English. I'm not sure if I had to do the right thing, but we had a slow start. I didn't, I didn't like the start at all. I saw then the attitude to fight back, but that's a that's a different that's a different thing um, because it, it's better you you have a high intense, high, highly concentrated, lively start in a football game than not. But it's very often that the game starts like this. That's not a problem. But um, first pass, we pass. Got it to the fullback, pass it backwards. Next one gets blocked by and by, by by the winger. That is always the same. Okay, come on, switch on now. And that took too long in this game. And when we want to fight back, already we gave already parts of the momentum to forward to Fulham, which was absolutely um, unnecessary because we played a really uh, uh, not a good game. Eh? So and still could have scored more goals. So that's how I imagine we, we would have found really back in the game and we had our moments in the second half and we had moments in the first half, but really not enough. So if I make now a big fuss of it and talk every, ball, every day about it, imagine that. That would be strange as well. So we tried to make sure that we, that we are ready for this game and we were more often ready than not. Um, and that's what we have to be again and nothing else. Um, having a, a slow start is, doesn't mean you will have to you have to start slow all the time or you will never do it again, but it's a sign. Use it as information, change it and go from there. And that's easy. What do you mean? It's a silly question. It's actually a little bit, but um, by not being slow in mind. Towards the end, you cannot compare that. That's you, your life is so easy after 55 games or 50, and then you tell me that, that oh, slow start. What do you want? So, you have to find it's a completely different situation. This is the start of the season, it's completely different. I, I promise you, I didn't watch these games back, but I heard already that now we had we conceded goals or whatever. In it, you cannot play 64 games and just be before the game and during all phases of the game superior, you, you 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 have 64 games and you fight through it somehow. Completely different. So this one now is find direction, get open up, all these kind of things. And be awake here. So be awake here before it starts. So that's that's how it is. And that's so it's not really difficult. We most of us do that every morning. Um, some of us start every morning slow and some of us start and are awake and could start working in that moment if they're we need a bathroom. So, um, and that's, uh, yeah, and that's that's the difference. But we, these boys, still more often than not. And, but I don't like if you find one thing in, in the stats and stuff like that, then you come here and, 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 and tell me that as it would be the truth. It's not. If the truth would be, would be that easy, my life would be much easier. That would be really cool. And you just mention it, done. But unfortunately, uh, each week in a different situation and face a different team. And we have to be ready for all of them, and that's what we try this time, better than last. Mike Hughes? Jürgen, um, as disappointed as you were with the performance last week against Poland, sometimes can there be merits in terms of for the players that, you know, at this point in the season, we've got to be focused 
heavy game, they've got to be switched on. It. So sometimes can it give a bit, a bit of a warning sign? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm sure it was, definitely, for everybody, definitely sure. I know that the boys didn't like it as well. It was not that they, when I told them after the game that that was not good enough, and they thought, what are you, what are you talking about? So um, I know exactly that the boys knew it as well. So um, it's uh, it's how always said you can lose a game, but you have to to learn from it, and that's in this case exactly the same because it felt like if we would have lost, it was exactly the feeling I had when I left the stadium. But uh, we didn't. That's the good news. We got a point. And now let's go. How encouraged have you been with the, the work together as, as a partnership between Darwin Nunez and Mo Salah? Not had much time to play together, but already the really encouraging signs of, of what they can do. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a cool partnership, definitely. Um, it's, it's two players who are determined to score and be in the decisive areas, coming behind the line, wherever the line is, um, is very helpful. Um, Mo is in a, in, a, in, a, in a really good moment, so, um, and Darwin is settling in. So, I think Luis just m missed the goal, if you want. Yeah, really good moments, really good situation, two, two chances. One was post, I think, or crossbar. Um, and then got blocked by another in another situation. So we were lucky in his squad that would would help him as well massively. Um, but apart from that, so that was this department was not our problem at the at last weekend. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.